Hey, Diggs, welcome to Dentists in the Know, your backstage pass to current trends, politics, and education in the dental world. We are dentistry source for honest, relevant information. And with that in mind, this is JB's News on the Go with Dentists in the Know. So introducing to you with all the relevant information, Dr. Jennifer Bell. Okay, so I do feel a little vindicated with this next story, and I, I hope maybe you will share some of this with me. So uh, there was an article that came out uh, just this week that talked about um, the correlation between having bariatric surgeries, a variety, the sling, um, the, the actual closure, and et cetera, those different procedures that they do for weight loss and carries risk. Um, and trying to make sure that when we're doing these surgeries for patients to help them through their BMI journey, that we are not um, inadvertently increasing their risk for other problems. Well, interestingly enough, uh, this particular study out of the American Society for Bariatric uh, Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery looked at 100 and some odd patients uh, through a, a particular uh, period of time to see what their um, their correlation of caries was. So the interesting thing was the patients who had surgery prior to the surgery, um, they had a rate of 15 carious lesions on tooth surfaces, and that went up to 19.1 um, after surgery. Uh, interestingly, they, in, interestingly, though, the enamel lesions had de- decreased um, compared to those who had had the medical treatment. So for those deeper carious lesions in the dentine, patients had an average pretreatment initial value of 4.3 lesions. Two years after treatment, that went up to 6.4, while those in medical treatment groups had 4.9. So the reason I bring this up is because I have seen in my own practice, there are some patients who will go through bariatric surgery And it does appear that the oral environment is a non-event. We don't really have an increase in carious lesions. We don't have a decrease. It's just sort of as status quo. But I've absolutely had patients that have gone through bariatric surgeries where it is almost a rampant increase in the activity in the oral biome. So I'm happy to see that um, institutions are starting to look at the connection. Uh, You could certainly... um, I think highlight what GERD will factor into this, what the diet looks like when they move them to these liquid protein shakes, what, how does that factor in to their carious, carries risk. Um, but I absolutely think this needs to be studied because then we're left with the liability to help manage these patients. And quite frankly, if the surgery is a contributory factor towards an increase carries risk, then maybe we should be looking at medical coverage to be able to help these patients get through after post-surgery. So I'm at least glad to see that institutions are starting to look at the connectivity between the two um, and what we can do to help patients before surgery and after surgery, maybe to mitigate the risk of an increased carious lesion environment. Uh, It's been a hot topic for the week, but I thought we'd bring it up again. Uh, As we've discussed previously, Henry Shun has really been suffering with the cyber attack. You know, we saw this with the ADA and it took them 
quite a bit to get back online and get back um, their data to be able to continue to move forward. And Shine appears to be no different. The uh, particular group that did attack them has identified themselves as the Black Cat ransomware crew. Um, and they have threatened to release a significant amount of data for stockholders um, and, you know, related things with their financial relationships and agreements. Um, and so we're now into week four of the cyber attack and uh, no resolution. They are getting workarounds to be able to continue to process orders for um, clients. In fact, I saw an email from one of our reps locally here who was basically like, thank you. And I'm sorry. And I was like, thank you for doing paper orders. And I'm sorry you're having to do this. Thank you for putting up with the fact that you can't access your online portal. And I, you know, I'm sorry you're having to do this. Uh, essentially acknowledging that, you know, we're going back a bit to be able to continue to stay in business. Um, but we're trying to um, help you as best we can until we get access to our data again. And, you know, I don't know what this looks like and, and frankly, scared to death if this ever happens to our company. Um, so, you know, hoping that they can find resolution soon. Last thing I wanted to remind everyone about is Veterans Day is on Friday. There are quite a few events going on across the U.S. where free dental care is being provided to veterans who are not eligible for VA benefits if you happen to know about a program or are participating in one, kudos to you and what you're doing for our community and for our veterans who desperately need uh, dental help, especially those who don't qualify for VA benefits. If you know about a program and want to post it into the community to drum up volunteering support, please don't hesitate to do so. We would be more than happy to share that information. Uh, any way that we can continue to support our veterans Um who are you know currently serving and at, and post active duty? Uh, any way that we can provide dental support to them or just community support, we would be more than happy to do so. And with that, that's the news. So, gang, that's it for today's show. We want to thank you for tuning in, but more importantly, we want to thank you for being a part of Dennis in the Know. I'm Dr. Jeff Horowitz. I'm Dr. Chad Duplantis. And I'm Dr. Jennifer Bell. And we're Dentists in the Know. Remember, gang, dentistry is an amazing profession, but it's way more rewarding when you're in the know.